1: In recent years, the media has been a buzz over the so-called dark web, a hidden portion of the internet that can apparently be used anonymously. Some of the major stories coming out, the crackdown on uh, the Silk Road online marketplace. So we want to find out more about what exactly this is, what's going on, how it's being used. And joining us, uh, very pleased to have Senior Lecturer of Computer Security at the University of Kent, Dr. Julio Hernandez-Castro. Hello. Hiya. Thank you so much for joining us, sir. Uh, first, uh, we need to make a distinction, I believe, because uh, there are references to the deep web and uh, references to the dark web. And from my understanding, the deep web doesn't necessarily have to imply uh, criminal activity, whereas the dark web may be a bit different, right?
0: Yes, uh, you're right there. <clears throat> so there's a couple of uh, related but different concepts that people uh, tend to, to mix. So first there's the, the, the so-called uh, surface uh, web, which is the one most of us use on a, on a daily basis for reading the news and buying stuff and, you know, social media, et cetera. Then there's the, the deep web, which is just the, the opposite. So basically all the rest, uh, all the parts of the web that uh, one cannot access without special software or that can are protected by firewalls, for example, or are in databases, etc. Some authors like to refer to it as uh, the web that is not indexed in search engines like uh, Google and, and others. And it is within this deep web that there is what we call the dark web or the dark net, um, which is a much smaller one, built on top of the classical internet, and can only be accessed with a specific software, and in some cases even requires a special um, Authorization, and this is uh, this darknet is the most relevant one in terms of uh, criminal or illicit activity. So uh, most of its users uh, access it through Tor, and uh, some add-on to to their browsers. Uh, though that's not the only way.
1: Right, and so one thing about the uh, the this small section of the so-called deep web, the darknet or the dark web, is that. It is relatively accessible by the wider public, is it not? You mentioned the Tor browser so anyone can download the Tor browser, they can set up accounts, they can find out how to get to some of these online marketplaces, open up a, a Bitcoin account, and basically be in business, right?
0: Yes, um, they they are totally visible if you have the the right software and you know where to look. That's uh, important as well because uh, many of these places don't publicize themselves uh, widely, and you have to know where to you know point your browser. Um, yeah, th- there's anonymity there, you know, because you're using you're accessing them through the Tor network and. Um, but uh, but yeah it's it 's perfectly accessible for uh, the mass public and uh, many of the vendors are actually interested in in you know uh, more and more people joining the the dabnet yeah
1: and as potential customers yeah. we should we should also be clear that just because somebody is um, engaging in uh... activities within the dark night does not necessarily mean automatically uh... they are bad guys or criminals or or doing something illegal because of the fact that this also has i guess uses for people who would prefer to be anonymous for various reasons whether it's political reasons or journalistic leg- reasons uh, etc right
0: yes yes um, law legislation changes a, a lot across the world i'm not an expert in in law but basically, for example, surfing, uh, the dark web, is, is legal in most uh, half-decent, uh, you know, civilized countries. Um, and, uh, and many people, yeah, just uh, move towards the, the dark net because of these uh, enhanced anonymity features. And for example, yeah, journalists, as you mentioned, and other perfectly legit uh, people operating in there, yeah.
1: I'm pretty sure you've seen the, uh, the, the series Mr. Robot. It's one of my favorite shows around right now, too. And they depict the way and a lot of people say it is a fairly accurate uh, depiction of uh, of these uh, hackers and how they are doing things around. Um, if we go to some of the uh, so- so-called criminal enter- enterprises and illicit activities, how exactly is the dark net being exploited in that way?
0: Well, uh, you know, in the, in the data web, you, you can find a number of, of uh, markets that sell mostly illegal items across the world, and they seem to enjoy a very good uh, level of business. Uh, they pr- primarily sell drugs, and weapons uh, would be a distance icon. Uh You can also find uh, fake passports and fake IDs, stolen credit cards and all sorts of uh, counterfeit products. And uh, so if you want to engage into selling these uh, uh, illegal items, the Darnet is simply a, a godsend. It's, it's simply the, the ideal place to, to operate. And that's why law enforcement agencies, you know, constantly check and observe uh, the, the darknets and the dark markets and try to infiltrate and from time to time uh, shut them down.
1: Is it... Simply a cat and mouse game. I mentioned uh, the, the big Silk Road uh, court case where the, the founder of that marketplace was uh, found guilty and imprisoned. But uh, there seems to be still a, a burgeoning array of these markets. And it does seem very difficult for law enforcement um, officials, if they are trying to crack down on this, to really try to, I suppose, clamp the whole thing down and whether that's even something they should be doing
0: uh yeah well that's, that's certainly true so yeah there are plenty of other alternatives to still road there are plenty of other markets um many of them uh, appear and disappear on a, on a yearly basis um the problem is it's it's challenging for law enforcement agencies it's uh, there are plenty of challenges and many of them are centered around the, the use of bitcoin which is uh, pervasive on this um on the darknet so bitcoin is by far the most popular cryptocurrency, and uh, as almost anything in security, it has some sort of uh, dual use. So it's, it's, it's great for providing an anonymity to, to the average citizen so that the state or no one knows uh, why uh, what do I buy. Mm-hmm. But it's also, you know, uh, not very good uh, because criminals can sell stuff in a semi-anonymous uh, way. Uh, Bitcoin has some drawbacks because um, it can be very easily traced. Mm -hmm. But there are some countermeasures to that. There are uh, services that are called Bitcoin tumblers that help in reducing this traceability. So, yeah, I mean, in classical investigations, uh, police, law enforcement follows the money. Uh, It's a a typical strategy when investigating crime. In this particular case, following the money uh, can become very, very difficult.
1: Yeah, it is uh, certainly a difficult uh, problem, as you say, for law enforcement activities uh, and authorities. Also, of course, um, a fascinating topic, especially uh, as somebody who is a computer security expert such as yourself. Uh, Dr. Hernandez-Castro, we're going to leave it there. But thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate your expertise. Okay, no problem. That was Dr. Julio Hernandez-Castro from the University of Kent. We've got Seoul City News up next.